Hi, I'm Sharon Pearson with the seven Jamaican and Caribbean news items you may have missed for the week ending April 2nd, 2021. These news items are brought to you by Jamaicans.com. This week's news. Travel ban imposed by Jamaican government on six South American nations. The government of Jamaica expanded its restrictions on visitors to include travellers from six countries in South America. These include Argentina, Brazil, Chile, Colombia, Paraguay and Peru. According to the Office of the Prime Minister, OPM, the expanded restrictions were imposed following a review of conditions in South America where several countries have experienced significant increases in the number of COVID-19 cases. The OPM statement also noted that more countries in South America are showing an increasing number of cases of the Brazilian variants of COVID-19, which are believed to be more easily passed from person to person. The travel ban was imposed on April 1st and will last until April 13, 2021. Grange says violence against women is a national security issue. Jamaica's Minister of Culture, Gender, Entertainment and Sport, Olivia Grange, addressing the country's House of Representatives, stated, violence against women and girls represents a national security issue that must be addressed. Her remarks were prompted by the disappearance and death of Kenise Jackson, 20, whose body was found in St. Catherine. Grange said that many Jamaican boys and men develop a toxic masculinity that is often defined by violence and aggression against women and girls. She made an appeal to the music and entertainment industry and to the media to join the effort to eliminate the scourge of violence against women and girls in Jamaica. She also called for collective action in the country to find solutions to this issue of national security and justice. Jamaicans should also praise and support law enforcement activities on the matter, as evidence indicates they are improving their responses to the problem, she added. This week's Caribbean News. Dr. Carla Barnett nominated by Belize for top job at CARICOM. Dr. Carla Barnett, the former Deputy Secretary-General of the Caribbean Community, or CARICOM, has been nominated by Belize to fill the most important civil service job in the region. Barnett hopes to replace Ambassador Owen Larocque, who has been Secretary-General of the regional group for two consecutive five-year terms. Barnett served as Deputy Governor of the Central Bank in Belize and as the Financial Secretary during the nation's first successful debt restructuring efforts in 2007. She has also been Vice President of the Senate and Minister of State in the Ministry of Finance. Dr. Barnett's vision is for CARICOM to be something that ordinary people will defend because they feel its positive effects on their daily lives through the income and social advances that can take place from community action. Are you ready to reach the world with your event business or product? This weekly news summary is syndicated to over 60 radio stations worldwide. We invite you to become a sponsor today. Contact us at new at jamaicans.com. This week's Diaspora News. Jamaica could benefit from proposed Diaspora Crime Fund. A new Diaspora Crime Fund, totaling 10 million US dollars, 
could provide benefits to Jamaica. The proposed fund is supported by some of the major Jamaican groups in the United States as a way to help reduce Jamaica's murder rate. Under the proposal, Jamaicans living overseas would be asked to contribute 10 U.S. dollars to the fund, which would be headed by former members of groups like the Jamaica Defense Force, JDF, Jamaica Constabulary Force, JCF, Department of Correctional Services, and Jamaica Fire Service, who are based in the U.S. The fund proposal was initiated by former JDF Lance Corporal Mark Parkinson, who is a founding member and a past president of the Jamaica Ex-Soldiers Association, JESA. This week's business news. Newman says Jamaican's current public transportation system will not sustain an Uber-type service. Edgton Newman, the president of the Transport Operators Development Sustainable Services, TODSS, said that Jamaica lacks the kind of public transportation system that will sustain a service like Uber. Newman said that he and the local public transport sector do not object to Uber, a ride-sharing company based in California, introducing its services to Jamaica, but believes it will not last. Uber has invited local car owners to sign up as drivers and work for the company in Jamaica. Newman noted that this is not the first time such a service has been attempted in Jamaica and that these previous attempts had not been successful. Newman strongly objects to the use of private vehicles in the transportation sector, noting that Jamaica already has a good taxi service system, but it is difficult to provide high-quality service without sustainable income. He called for the discovery of creative ways to survive. He also said that the TODSS is not interested in joining the US-based Uber at this time. Now for this week's arts and entertainment news. Bert Rose, a founder of National Dance Theatre Company of Jamaica, dies at 81. Bert Rose, one of the founding members of the National Dance Theatre Company of Jamaica, NDTC, has died at the age of 81. He was admitted to the University Hospital of the West Indies in St. Andrew for observation on March 30th and passed away on April 1st, 2021. Marlon Sims, NDTC Artist Director, said the company is saddened by his passing as he was one of the founders of the company launched by Professor Rex Nettleford and Eddie Thomas 59 years ago. Sims called Rose a master storyteller that immortalized the history of Jamaica in his works and depicted the essence of the Jamaican people by telling their stories. Sims shared his personal grief at Rose's death, describing him as a dear friend, motivator and mentor. Rose joined with Sheila Barnett and Barbara Requa, also founding members of the company, to create the Jamaica School of Dance in 1970. The school was absorbed by the government later on and became part of the Cultural Training Centre, now known as the Edna Manley College of the Visual and Performing Arts. This week's sports news. Jamaica Olympic Association partners with lottery and gaming firm. The Jamaica Olympic Association, JOA, announced a historic three-year partnership with the lottery and gaming company Supreme Ventures Limited, SVL. 
The deal is worth 45 million Jamaican dollars, the equivalent of 224,000 pounds, 308,000 dollars, or 263,000 euros, and it will provide the JOA with the financial support that its president, Christopher Samuda, hopes will benefit a number of sports by inspiring a new generation of participants. Samuda said the deal reflects a mutual commitment to use sports to inspire aspirations and to fuel ambitions of a generation of enterprising youth. He added that the Olympic values and ideals will characterize the partnership and, via the Olympic Invest program, will give pursuits in sport hope to the hopeless, courage to the discouraged, faith to the faithless, dreams to the undreamt, possibility to the impossible, realism to the unreal, and victory in conquering emotions of defeat. SVL, based in Jamaica, launched in 1995 and has an existing association with Jamaican sports as a sponsor of the Jamaican Athletics Administrative Association, national championships, and as a supporter of Netball Jamaica. Thank you for listening to the Jamaica Weekly News Summary brought to you by Jamaicans.com. You can listen to this podcast again at Jamaicans.com. We invite you to become a weekly news summary sponsor, contact us at news at jamaicans.com. I'm Sharon Pearson and you can listen to me on Fridays at midday at turnitupradio.com, on Saturdays from 11am to midday at theenglishconnectionmedia.com and on Sundays between the hours of 6 and 9pm at e2onair.com for The Conduit Show with Peter G. Remember, the word is power and there is power in the word.